I'm Nicole Bonder, and you are listening to Inspirado's Audio Drama Showcase, a series of six 10-minute audio plays, all on the theme of In Touch. You're about to hear The Windsor Booth by Neil Walden, a play that wants to reconnect us with our collective past in the most imaginative way possible. There's something about telephones. Not cell phones, but landlines as we call them these days. Some while back, I remember reading about some small Japanese town that lost thousands of residents in the big tsunami. And afterwards, one man had the idea of placing an old phone booth at the bottom of his garden. It wasn't plugged in or anything, but this guy would ring the phone numbers of people who'd been lost, and he'd speak to them as if they were there, and his words would be carried away in the wind as he spoke to them. Other people got to hear about it, and soon the whole village would use the telephone for solace, to keep in touch with those that were lost. Hello, I know this is going to sound peculiar, but I'm ringing some numbers that I found. They've been written down somewhere a long time ago, and I... Press 1 to speak to reception. 2 for opening times. Every night when he was on duty at the hotel, my grandfather, and again this was years ago, he would be allowed a short break in the middle of his shift and he'd call home. He would cross the reception to the phone booth and dial the number and talk to Annie, my grandmother. Hello. The story was that he had to use that phone so that he didn't tie up any of the hotel's phone lines in case they were needed by the guests. It's crazy. You would imagine, even back then, that a big hotel like the Windsor would have had plenty of phone lines to go round. I know that this is going to sound strange, but I'm calling some numbers that have come into my possession, and I'm just no, seeing no, if... No, 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 mon chéri, no need to explain. Do oh. you want to know what I'm wearing? Oh. Mm, je ne sais pas, perhaps you have some particular fantasies? Oh. When I saw the old phone booth in the salvage yard, well, it looked just like a pile of wood, nothing more. They had to tell me what it was. There were three large sheets of oak, about head high. They were leant against a wall. We've got the original fittings. I think that there's a box of them over there, all bolts and screws and things. Obviously, they come with the rest of the booth, if you want them. It's definitely the Windsor. Absolutely. Someone got to hear how they were doing it up, and so we bought all the fixtures and fittings that got ripped out. Mind you, that must have been a fair while back. (whistles) Twenty or thirty years ago. Maybe more. Other stuff was sold, the staircase and all that. But for some reason, he hung on to this. Must have been sitting in storage somewhere for all those years. You haven't got the actual telephone, I suppose. Ah, just the booth. It's a good one, though. Real talking point. If you're interested, I can do a good price for you. What were you thinking? Best price would be 500. For three pieces of wood? Antique oak, though. Make me an offer, then. I was thinking maybe 20? Oof, bit of a gap, don't you think? Can we meet somewhere in the middle? 280. I can't afford anything like that. Oh, sorry, love. That just won't do. So... I thought I'd photograph it just to show it to my family. There was an ancient picture that we had. I can't even remember where it came from, but it was of a man working behind the reception desk at the Windsor. 
There was a bell and behind him there was an old-fashioned set of pigeonholes where the keys used to be stored. It was just an old advert for the hotel boasting of hot and cold running water and a grill that opened until 10 p.m. at weekends. The trouble was that it had been cut from a newspaper, which meant that if you looked at the picture under a magnifying glass, it just became a blur of newsprint. But everyone in the family believed it was Arthur, my grandfather, in the picture. I guess that was why someone had kept it for all those years. Of course, the Windsor still exists. It's totally unrecognizable now from the photographs. No doubt these days every guest has got their own telephone in their rooms, and even they are virtually obsolete. No need for a phone booth these days. The more photographs that I took, and the closer that I looked at the old phone booth, the more I realized just how many numbers were scrawled on it. There must have been something like 50 or 60. Presumably the numbers had been written quickly. Maybe one caller gave the number of another caller and, having no paper available, they'd scrawled the numbers on the walls of the booth before it was lost to the winds. They were numbers needed once and never again. The woman at the salvage yard let me photograph every inch of the booth. And after that, well, I started to ring the numbers. I don't really know why I did, but I did a few every day. If you call me again, my voice will be the last voice that you ever hear. Do you understand? Right. Some were mysterious. Sorry, sweetie. No one heard of that name. The family left here. Jesus, I can't even think when. Must be 15 years ago. Thank Ganesh. Oh, dear. None seem to lead anywhere. Steve, <laughs> you're joking. Even if I knew where he was, I wouldn't tell you. Rude. I suppose I was searching for something. Perhaps it was something like the Japanese wind phone. A phone that was connected to both the future and the past. Connected to things that didn't happen and things that should have happened and maybe even things that did happen. But not the way they should have done. It seemed crazy, but I suppose that I wanted to hear the voices that belonged to the Windsor when it was a splendid hotel. Maybe the same voices that Arthur may have heard as customers asked for their keys. Maybe somehow the voices and the echoes from the past could have been stored within the copper wire and magnets of a telephone and had lived on. I didn't have the actual telephone that my grandfather used, but maybe the wood itself of the Windsor's booth could somehow remember. Maybe it could hold a few molecules of those conversations in the wooden panels. Perhaps the whole thing was just madness. Hello? I know this is going to sound strange, but I'm reading some numbers that I found. They were written down somewhere a long time ago. Right. I just wondered if you could tell me where I'm ringing. I'm sorry, we're really rather busy at the present. But are you a shop or a private residence? A hotel. Right. I don't understand. Why would it be a hotel? I really couldn't say. I'm sorry. Wait. What is it that you want, exactly? I suppose I can imagine the situation, but perhaps, I don't know, perhaps the hotel was full and someone used a public telephone to ring round to find some alternatives. I mean, that could happen, couldn't it? If you say so. Please don't hang up. If you're saying that you're a hotel as well, then I suppose that seems possible. I'm not. 
A hotel, I mean. Look, I've got to go. There's someone at the desk. Can I just ask? If you want to ring to speak to the switchboard and make an inquiry or a booking, you need to ring 238. Wait, wait. Hang on. I need to write that down. Just look it up in the phone book, love. I'm sorry. I must go. Sorry. Which hotel are you? The Windsor. Please stay on the line. What year is it? I'm sorry. Wait. Who are you? Are you Arthur? I rang again, and the line was dead. No answer. I went to the box where we kept all the old papers, and there was the advert with the pictures of the hotel, and there was the number, the one beginning with 238 that he'd tried to give me. But it was hopeless. The code was wrong. There wasn't enough digits in the number, and the number would have gone through so many transformations since then. So, I went back to the salvage yard. I thought that if somehow I made the same call from inside the booth, I might just get through. Where's it gone? The phone booth isn't there. Ach, someone bought it last week. Must have done. I was off last week and it's gone now. And that, it seems, was the end of it. Maybe somewhere the words of Arthur, my grandfather, were still travelling down the wires and through cables and moving towards wherever Annie, my grandmother, the love of his life, may be. Hello? Hello. I wonder if you can help me. I know it sounds strange, but I bought a telephone booth the other day and there were some numbers written on it and... Well, one of them was this number. You just heard The Windsor Booth by Neil Walden, directed by Sundance Nagriel, with Tom Lute as Arthur, and Jelly Rye as Sandra, Chris Langell as Carol. Sound, music design, and production by Jacob Soma. Assistant engineering by Mike Mirniaks-Duffield. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other 10-minute plays at Inspirato's Audio Drama Showcase at theaterinspirato.ca.